It's got, no, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to oh run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Welcome back to Prime Sports at KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I am Jack Varney, and with me are Chris Guyvin and Garrett Rogan. Today, we will be talking about some games and news regarding college football and, as usual, our NFL opinions. Welcome Garrett, back. This week was clearly the best week so far in college football. Yeah. As we all witnessed the greatest college football four-year franchise of all time go down in a battle that I expected Notre Dame to win, but we all expected to be close. Talked about that last week. Yep. And it resulted in 47 Notre Dame, Clemson 40. This game, it literally felt like it was like five hours long because the lead change changed like so many times. I mean, Notre Dame, they clearly I, – I thought it was going to be a blowout after the first uh, – I think it was Kyron Williams had that like 40-yard touchdown. I was like, oh, Clemson's D is terrible. They did play bad, but it ended up being a lot closer than I thought. Um, DJ Ayungalele. He played awesome with 439 yards and two touchdowns. So he he didn't – I wouldn't say it was hit his fault at all. T-Law obviously would have done better, but he played off. He played awesome. Um, Travis Etienne did. He couldn't get anything going. 18 carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. That's a terrible average of 1.6 yards per carry. And Travis Etienne is known for having one of the best yards per carries of all time. Um. For receiving Cornell Powell, six receptions for 161 and a touchdown. Amari Rodgers had a really good game. Eight catches for 134 yards. And Travis Etienne also had eight for 57. Now, Ian Book, he didn't necessarily run all over the defense, but he had a lot of key third-down conversions with his legs. He threw for 310 yards and a touchdown, ran for four on 14 carries for 67 yards. And then Kyron Williams, like I talked about, had 23 carries for 140 yards and three touchdowns. Javon McKinley had four catches for 102 yards. Avery Davis, four for 78 and a touchdown. And Tommy Tremble, three for 32. This game clearly puts Notre Dame in the playoff, I think. And now it puts a lot of pressure on Clemson because their defense looked terrible. They they have to beat Notre Dame again in the ACC championship, which could obviously be tough. Um, Notre Dame looked their offense looked. I didn't expect them to be as good after they put up twelve points against Cincinnati, but they clearly not only have they're not only playoff contenders, but they are national championship contenders if they can get up to Alabama's level. But yeah, that's my takeaways for this game. Okay, so moving on to the Florida-Georgia game. This was a really hyped-up game between two SEC teams, the Gators and the Bulldogs. But Florida blew them out of the water, 44-28. Kyle Trask threw for 474 yards and four touchdowns. He's looking like a Heisman candidate. Mm -hmm. They had Damian Pierce run for 52 yards and a touchdown, which helped. And their receivers were the ones who really popped off. 
They had Malik Davis, who also seems to be a running back with five catches for 100 yards. And it's pretty crazy, though. Florida outscore or out like they had 300 more total yards than Georgia did. And it was just Georgia couldn't get anything going. Setson Bennett, their quarterback, 78 yards, one touchdown and one interception. They put in Dewan Mathis, who came in. 34 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. <laughs> the only reason it was a close game at all is because Zamir, right, uh, Zamir White ran for 107 yards and a touchdown. First and that was about it for Georgia. They couldn't get anything going. They couldn't stop Florida. Florida's looking really good. It's going to be a good one in the <clears throat> SEC championship. Yeah, Georgia's defense, literally, when Eric Stokes had that pick six, I was like, ooh, this is a close game. And then – their offense was just terrible. While Caltrask still threw for, was it five touchdowns? Four touchdowns. Four without, because Cal Pitts got knocked out of the game with a concussion yeah. early in the game, and they still won, which is pretty just, crazy. Just a big statement game from Florida coming yeah. out and just smacking Georgia. We'll see what happens with the SEC. I think mm-hmm. I got Bama and SEC, but Florida and AM could – Make it close. I agree there. Uh, moving on to one of my teams I love to talk about, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Like I said last week, handed it to Houston. Uh, got on the board early. Was up 28-10 at half and uh, shut out Houston in the second half. Ended up winning 38-10. It was a Desmond Ritter show, but not how you would expect it. 27 27 attempts, 17 completions for 162 yards, a touchdown and an interception, while he also had 12 rushing attempts for 103 yards and three rushing touchdowns with a long of 32 yards. And uh, so Cincinnati had it going with their rushing. Their running back, Jared Dokes, had 16 carries for 184 yards and a touchdown with a 72-yard carry. Uh, While their receivers for Cincinnati – Everyone getting the ball good. Josh Weil, five receptions, 38 yards, a touchdown. Michael Young Jr., four receptions, 47 yards. Uh, Houston, on the other hand, Clayton Toon, 20 for 34, 189 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Kyle Porter, the running back, had 16 carries for 69 yards and their only touchdown of the day. Uh, Receiving-wise, not much there. Houston did have a fumble. Um, and then, yeah, to sum it up, Cincinnati, their offense is just overpowering, uh, Desmond Ritter, not the best game throwing, but he, uh, is able to make up to Ford on the ground with a total of four touchdowns last Saturday. So, uh, I like where the Bearcats are and they just need to keep blowing teams out for the rest of the season. If they want a chance to prove that they're a top four team. Yeah, I don't know. This, this might be the first year that we get one of those teams in, but... I agree. Right now, yeah. it, it all depends on the SEC and the ACC. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how about let's let's talk about USC, Arizona State a little bit. That game went... I want to talk about Jaden Daniels real quick. He only yeah. threw for 134 yards and a touchdown, but he ran the ball 11 times for 111 yards for the Sun Devil. Mm-hmm. Pretty good game from the sophomore QB. Um, although they lost, pretty good game from him. And before we talk about the stats, 
it was nice to see former Panda Express robber Jack Jones on the Arizona State when he played for USC decided to rob Panda Express and now now he's back on a team. Yeah, um Slavis did his job. Uh Drake London, eight receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown for USC. Garrett, you said he was a basketball player as well, right? Yeah, and he uh, caught the game winning touchdown too. Yeah. Oh, uh St. Brown. Love him. He's just oh I uh, he's he's good. He's very good. He's reliable. You can always yeah. see him open. Uh Arizona, I didn't really expect it out of them start of the year. I mean, I know they're solid or usually solid, but I thought USC was just going to take care of them to start yeah. the, start the season off strong. Yeah. It, How, do it, it, How do we feel about that Pac-12? Is that saying the Pac-12 isn't as good maybe? or we? Just I think it's saying that Arizona State's program has a huge future. They have yeah. three Super Bowl champion coaches, and they clearly know what they're doing. USC got insanely outcoached that game. The only reason they won was because they have playmaker, more playmakers on their team. They have just talent. This game was, I, I mean, it, I, I, I thought USC was going to lose because you go to you go to the fourth quarter, it's twenty-seven to fourteen until two minutes and fifty-two seconds left. But then I think it was third and five, and there was an offside penalty. So Keen Slavis threw it up. It bobbled around. Brew McCoy caught it in the end zone. And then they did that. They went for the onside kick, got it, which was incredible. And then Drake London on fourth and 10 won the game. And I think it was, it showed how much talent and how bad of coaching USC has and how they still haven't, they still haven't changed Clay Helton at the helm of the program, which is bad. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to next week in college football. I was just going to talk about Notre Dame coming off beating Clemson. They're, they're playing Boston College. Not a great team, but you never know how they'll upset. react after. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be an upset. You don't know how they'll react after being number one team Boston in the country. College, not bad. And it's as we cute. talk about next week, the SEC is wild with COVID right now. Um, we got We got plenty of postponements, including – one, which is Alabama, Alabama LSU. versus LSU, which is – And then A&M and yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. In Georgia, Missouri, we also got Big Ten, Ohio State, Maryland postponed, and then Auburn, Mississippi State, which is – Top sucks. teams getting canceled. Yeah, but we expected all the the top 25 teams in those matchups to win. Yeah. So, yeah. Cincinnati next week playing East Carolina – it's expected to be a blowout, and I Cincinnati, sure it will because East Carolina is one and five. I know it will, baby. Cincinnati is just too good, even despite going yeah. down in the rankings after a big win over uh, not a huge. I, I don't understand that. I think yeah. that they just got haters. They mm-hmm. have yeah, their the American, they're in the American division, but I don't think I think they will uh, prove some people wrong. If they don't make the final four, they'll be in a good bowl game. I think they will they'll put up a fight with whoever they play. Their team's very competitive mm-hmm. and I just like where they sit. Yeah. And then we don't have next week isn't not very 
good of matchups going on in there. I mean, the Pac-12 resumes. We'll see if they actually play games besides a couple this time. But before we end off in college football, I, what I have to say is, obviously, Texas A&M looked great last week. But the problem is, I here's my playoff situation. I think Texas A&M is not going to make the playoff unless Alabama loses twice, which probably won't happen. So I have Alabama as a lock. Notre Dame is a lock. But then, I mean, well, regardless of the ACC championship, you think Notre Dame's still a lock if Clemson beats them in the ACC championship? Yes, I think they'll both if get Clemson in. If Clemson wins, then Clemson will be in. If Clemson and then wins out, if yeah. the Big Ten commissioner doesn't keep being the just like I don't know what he's doing over there, but huh. he if he actually lets them play in the playoff, then maybe Ohio State will be in there. Well, they will if he lets them in, and then yeah. So I think the SEC championship will be Florida versus. Alabama, and if Florida wins, I think I got Alabama, Florida, Notre Dame, or the the winner of Clemson, Notre Dame, and then Ohio State. So yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, I, I kind of agree with that actually. Yeah, I don't have much to say about that. I think, but the one thing I have to say is I think it's Bama's year. Yeah, I they're, think they're, they're they're not losing to Florida. That defense is going to get destroyed in Florida. There's no way they're not letting up at least 50 points to Bama. Uh, also, yeah. another, before we end, Indiana beat Michigan. So, Indiana's got a shot, I guess, if they can beat Ohio State. Uh, wrapping up college football, I just have a quick question. How do you guys feel about BYU? I have mixed emotions about this team. and I just Zach Wilson's got a good. Great That's about it. Yeah, I think yeah. – I think Cincinnati has a better shot because they're in a better conference. So I think I don't think BYU has a shot at making the playoff. I agree there. Yeah. All right. Um, so moving on to the NFL now, I want to briefly go over some of the week nine games. Uh, starting off, let's see. We'll go Chiefs Panthers. McCaffrey's back. Everyone's happy. Panthers are happy that he sh- he's looking good. I mean, regardless of the loss, which you would always hate, but McCaffrey is showing positive signs. He had a great game, uh, but they had the lead for most of the game too, and the Chiefs just – that offense is too much for almost any team to take. Uh, talking about Steelers-Cowboys, cannot believe that performance. The Steelers yeah, that was put- terrible. I was just- the Steelers just play bad against bad teams, I guess. Yeah, they kind of – I don't know. Uh, Dolphins, Cardinals. I mean – Dolphins Dolphins are going to be – their potential is crazy right now. Yeah, I think they could be real good. Marnie, did you see uh, Savan Ahmed in the backfield, baby? I did. Yeah. Hey, Juanita High School, baby. Yeah. We like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, And we'll also briefly touch on this Saints-Buccaneers game. Wow. Blowout. Oh, Tom Brady, crybaby. <laughs> that, that was funny. That was funny. All right. Uh, I don't want to focus too much on week nine. Let's, Chris, why don't you talk to us a little bit about week 10? All right. Let's start off with the game that's this week. We got the Colts and the Titans. The Colts defense looking good yeah, all year. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, like this, I like this game. Titans got, got King Henry, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, they're gonna feed him twenty five plus touches. Colts, I'll tell you that. The thing about it is the Colts—they got 
uh, Justin Houston, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner. They they got so many stars on their defensive front. It's just what they can do on offense. So yeah, I think we'll I think it's gonna depend on. I think it'll be the. I don't think it'll be that high of a scoring game. I think Henry will get his usual 28, 30 rushes, a hundred total yards, a touchdown or two. You almost expect that because they give him the ball so much and he just knows how to work. But mm-hmm. I think depending on the Colts' offense and how Phillip Rivers looks, this game yeah. can go either way. Because the Tennessee Titans have a terrible secondary, so Phillip Rivers, yeah. I, he, he's thrown like one touchdown this year or something like that. So All right, let's move to, to some uh, quick hitters. Browns, Texans, I got Browns all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Washington versus Lions, I, I don't know. Could go either way. Um, I'm going to go Washington on this one. I think – Yeah. I like. I think McClellan's if Antonio Gibson does a big day. I think McClellan's gonna have a big big day. Yeah. Uh, Gibson is a big deciding factor, but so is DeAndre Swift for the Lions. Yeah, He's, they. I don't understand. Sp- they just don't. They just feed him. They give him like eighteen carries the week before. He goes crazy, and then they give him six carries the next week. Yeah, he has a high ceiling, but it's like they're kind of misusing him almost. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bucks Panthers. Christian McCaffrey out. I don't know. I think I'm going with Bucks this week, even after their bad performance. Yeah, because Tom Brady knows how to win. So hopefully, kind of hopefully for McCaffrey, it's only this week. It, mm-hmm. That's what it's looking like. Uh, uh, yeah. Like I said earlier, he was looking really good last week. Hopefully, it's yeah. just this week. Uh, but I think the Bucks going to do a little revenge. Get get angry. Their defense is going to go crazy. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game for the Panthers, so watch out for the Bucks D. All right, Eagles-Giants. What are you guys thinking? I hate, I hate the whole Eagles organization. I, everything about their We team. saw this matchup, and it was close, but the Eagles won. I think Fulgham's going crazy this game. Yeah, I think the Eagles are going to win. Yeah. And Jaguars-Packers, we know – Packers yeah. are gonna win. Mm-hmm. They got Aaron Jones back, Devontae, Jaguars. Aaron Jones is gonna put up like crazy numbers this week. This is gonna be a good game. Bills, Cardinals, two great mm-hmm. offenses. Cardinals defense, though, pretty slept on. I'm gonna have to go with the cards. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. It bugs me that uh worth picking the Cardinals, even though the Seahawks lost to them. Bugs me to think that the Cardinals could be like a better team in the NFC West, but uh, I, I do agree. I think Kyler is looking great. I think their defense is slept on, and the Bills' D is good, but they might have they're inconsistently good. Yeah, they might have Kenyon Drake back too. And the Seahawks, they uh, they just had a bad start. If they didn't have that bad of a start, it would have been a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Battle of the two rookie QBs, Justin Herbert and Tua, Dolphins, Chargers. I don't know. The Chargers keep every game close, so I don't know which one. Justin Herbert's going to be tested. You can't can't predict with the Chargers based on their record. You have to, like, actually. I'm just going to have to go with the Chargers on this one, throwing it out. I think they're going to finally get one of their close wins and get Herbert, what, his second win on the year? Yeah, I think think the Chargers will win because the – the Chargers pass rush is very good in the although the Dolphins line is really good, they're young and they haven't played against like Nick Bosa or I mean Joey yeah. Bosa and all of them. So yeah. Uh, 
I don't know who All I right. Pick. All right. Broncos, Raiders. I'm going Raiders. Raiders look pretty good this year, but I mean, they are, despite being like, what are they, five and three, five and four? Around there, yeah. Uh, despite having that like solid record, they've gotten away with some games they should not have won. I, I, I personally think the Raiders aren't that good of a team. I think the Bronc, I think the Raiders will win this game, but the Broncos could easily tip the scale and win this game for sure. Yeah, I just don't like the Broncos this year. All right, Seahawks, Rams. I gotta go with my Hawks. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. It's always a close game. Don't need reasoning. Just, Ooh. just gotta go with the Hawks. This is Bengals, gonna be a close Steelers. game. I think like it's gonna be, be it's gonna be closer than expected because the Bengals D looks nice and their offense is obviously off, off right now. And they, they got Joe Burrow. Burrow starting to get. If Joe Mixon plays, he'll be able to run the ball. But if Gio play, if he doesn't, Gio, I mean, they'll lean towards the passing game more. But I'm gonna have to take the Steelers though, because they're the best yeah. team in the NFL. Hmm. Ah, this is this is a very tough game. I I think Steelers too. I think they'll stay undefeated. Future's bright for the Bengals. So. Um, Saints coming off the big win versus the Niners. I'm gonna have to go to Saints all day. Yeah, Niners just got too many injuries. Their offense is – I ever most are supposed to be out this week too. He's eligible to play because of IR, but I think they said they're giving him one more week. Yeah, he's still on the IR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Ravens, Patriots. The Patriots are terrible. I'm going Ravens Yeah, Lamar, I feel like Lamar is going to have like 150 rushing yards this school. game. Yeah. Lamar and Cam. Mm-hmm. All right, and for our last game, Monday Night Football, Vikings, Bears. Garrett was saying earlier, it's going to be a close game, battle of a, a good offense and a good defense versus a bad offense and a bad defense. So. I'm excited to see how Dalvin Cook plays. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the Bears will win, though, because think about it. you got a good offense against a good defense. That's going to be defense. Bears are going to hold them in check, and then – the Bears' offense is atrocious, and the Vikings are losing six DBs. So, Allen Robinson will have a field day if he plays, and I think the Bears are just going to outscore him. Uh, I agree with you there. All right, so it's week 10. So, again, let's, let's talk about our season awards because that's the whole – everybody's been talking about them right now. So, so I mean – we all got one for offensive player of the year. Yeah. Most of us, at least. If Dalvin not Cook. Two, Devontae, or not Devontae, Dalvin Cook as our favorite. He's my favorite. He, whew, such a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got, for defensive player of the year, I have TJ Watt, but you guys have different players in mind. What do you got, Chris? Um, well, for offensive player of the year, since they're going Dalvin Cook, I'm going to have to throw out Devontae Adams. He's looking great. He's averaging like near 100 yards a game, a couple touchdowns in, the, in these past couple weeks. It He's playing very well. So Easy schedule, too, going yeah. down. And then for defensive player of the year, I got Aaron Donald. Uh, it's Aaron Donald. Can't pick against him. So, hey, my pick, Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. He, okay, he, he has I, he has better numbers than Donald this year right now. And uh, 
He's just so he's nasty. He's like I don't know who to like compare him to. He's just huge. He's quick. Yeah. He's effortless. He makes things look easy. I think I think he'll win for sure, in my opinion. MVP. How do we feel about this? I got Mahomes all day. Nearly 2,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, and only one interception on the year with his, what, eight and one Chiefs. I, I mean, he's looking amazing. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with Mahomes. I got Kyler, but a sleeper in the race is Big Ben if he goes 16 and 0. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got, I got Russ. I don't really know who to go with. I think if Russ didn't have eight interceptions, he'd be a clear favorite. Uh, Mahomes, he's just – hes he has such a good future. He's so good. Uh, I, I want Russ to get that MVP under his belt. I think he deserves it with how hard he works. He's going to get votes, so – he's never gotten an MVP vote before or a lot, so he's definitely going to get some this year. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Right. Offensive player of the year, I got Justin Herbert. Offensive rookie player of the year. Yeah. Offensive rookie player of the year, I got Justin Herbert. Burrow. He's just been playing so well. I just got him. Hey, I mean, I think I think Burrow, but I got to go with my sleeper, James Robinson. Who you traded in fantasy. Yeah, I know. It haunts me every night. Uh he, he's, he's on par to get, I think it's 1,580 yards, which would be like total all-purpose yards, which would break the record for uh, like rookies. I'm not sure if just rookie, but as an undrafted rookie, which is absurd to come in from a small school and do all this. So, hey. I got Burrow because it's Burrow and – if Justin Herbert started the first two games of the year, I would get, I would have Justin Herbert, but Burrow's putting up better numbers right now. So, and he's probably he's on a better team and not a better team, but I don't know. I just have Joe Burrow because he's my favorite rookie. Uh, and then uh, going to the defensive rookie of the year, Antoine Winfield Jr. Unanimous. Everybody's got Tampa him. Bay. Yeah. That play he had. My favorite. Everyone was talking Patrick Queen this, Patrick Queen that. Don't matter. Yeah, that Winfield Jr. Where it where it's at Too against big. the Giants that played of when the game where he ran across the field and forced the incompletion. It was pretty controversial if it was PI or not, but yeah, that was that was sick. That was a great play. Is what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty. I guess we could do comeback player of the year if we would like that. I would have Teddy Bridgewater if we had Big a Ben. Yeah, either Big, Big Ben or comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I guess Big Ben or Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion. Uh all right. So wrapping up. Thank you very much for listening to Prime Sports at KMIH eighty eight nine the bridge. Uh I'm Jack. With me are Chris and Garrett. And as always, thank you. Have a great rest of your day and enjoy the music.